Hello, my name is Geraint John and my wife's got cancer. I'm a 40-year-old man from Wales. I live in East Dulwich with my three children and wife, Deb. And earlier on this year, in February, um, we, well, our lives just changed overnight, I guess. And uh, my wife, Deb, was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So clearly, from that moment on, everything changed. You know, the whole world kind of stopped. It was almost like the shutters went down and yeah just life really hasn't been the same since we've been on a just a roller coaster really ever since with Debs's um operation and you know chemotherapy ups and downs and you know whilst trying to keep a business running looking after three kids and supporting them in you know every way that we can so i guess the purpose of this podcast is to help and I think one of the things I really struggled with when uh, Deb got diagnosed was you know it's the feeling of just being lost and I guess I still am lost really but the helpless feeling you know you know that feeling when you're just totally out of control well it's that feeling and um, yeah not really knowing what to do not really knowing what to think not really knowing who to speak to and I guess you know there's times when you know, you don't really want to see anyone. You know, there are times where you just, you know, you don't want to go to work and it's a crazy time. So I guess, yeah, the purpose of this podcast is to help others and to create a community, to create a safe place where men whose partners have been diagnosed with cancer can actually listen, you know, create a bit of a community and chat and, yeah, just exchange stories, feelings, tips. Because I think a lot of the time, Clearly, you know, the one person in this who's going through it all is Deb. And, you know, and she's doing really well, incredibly, and, you know, much, much, much more well-equipped to deal with this sort of thing than me. But then on the other side, there's the guy, the man, who is kind of going through it as well, but is lost and doesn't really know where to turn, doesn't really know what to do. And I think the thing is about it as well is, it's such a long process. So she got, you know, diagnosed earlier on in the year, six months. So six months has passed and, you know, it's exhausting. It's, um, you know, it, it really takes it out of you, you know. I, I swear I looked in the mirror this morning and I've aged about 20 years. So I guess what I want to do is just there, there's definitely been some ways that I've coped and some tips that I've taken to really ensure that, you know, my mental health has been as well as it can be, that I'm I'm looking after myself, you know, I'm getting enough sleep, all the things really that are really, really important when, um, when you, when you're going through this, because there's no right or wrong answer, there's no definite way to deal with this. But if I can just help, you know, help one person, that's what I, I was saying to someone earlier, just one person, you know, with this podcast, and, you know, the person, you know, listening to this now, I can offer some sort of help, then that would be amazing. So the idea is that on this podcast, I'm going to be chatting to other men in similar situations. So some, you know, perhaps not focusing so much on the outcome, but just chatting about the actual process and how they dealt with it 
And, you know, if they've got any ways that they can offer any help and tips to people who've just been recently diagnosed, because I look at my um, Twitter feed now, I'm obviously much more, I think before this happened, I, I, I swear I thought we were invincible. I literally didn't ever dream in a million years that this this could happen to us because, you know, life up until the diagnosis was pretty, pretty good. You know, it was really good. We'd been married for um, 15 years, 15 years this September. And we'd, you know, been on this amazing, we have been on this amazing journey together. So we met in 2005 and we met in a bar in Nottingham. It snowballed uh, from there, really. We got married within a year and we had Noah pretty much within a year after that. And yeah, life's just been amazing, really. And in 2012, we moved from Wales to London with Debs's job. And, you know, can't complain, really. Just really, really enjoying life, you know, as into each other, really. Well, Deb might say differently, but as more perhaps now than, than ever before. So which made it such a bitter pill to swallow, you know, when you're faced with this and knowing how to cope with this sort of news when you you kind of you look back and you're looking back constantly and reminiscing and thinking about days that have been and 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 things that you've done and how you're feeling and and you know and I guess everyone goes through this, this looking through old messages and just like wishing 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 that you know it could go back really to how it was before but of course it can't because it's cancer and cancer is just you know an evil, evil disease. And it's something I have no experience of prior to this. But, you know, I feel like I'm an expert now. And for the last six months, we've just been in and out of hospitals. And I've been, you know, good sometimes and helpful sometimes and others not so helpful. And, you know, closing, closing off, shutting down, not communicating, doing that thing that, you know, when you're a kid and you're scared and you just go to your room. And the reason you do that I've learned is that you just you don't want to face it. So there's been lots of periods and times in the last um, six months where I haven't wanted to face up to things where I've gone to the pub, I've done all the things that I shouldn't be doing, but I guess it's just a process. So yeah, if I can just guide anyone through what I've been through in the last six months, chat to other people who have been through it, that's a good thing. So essentially the purpose is it's a safe place for guys, men uh, to come, be in touch with their feelings. And, you know, it's maybe a remedy, really, for the one who's not the person with cancer, but the person who's kind is going through it as well, because we're all going through it. Family, friends, you know, you're aware of that as well, the effect that it has on everyone else. It's just colossal. It's massive. And I think, yeah, there more needs to be done to help the partner. It's um, that's that's the objective of this podcast. So I'll be talking about the actual diagnosis itself, that awful day when you get called in and you kind of know that it's bad news, or at least I did. And then you're looking into the whites of the eyes of the specialist and you're, you're trying to guess what he or she is thinking. You're trying to work it out and you're observing little things like little mannerisms, you know, like I noticed that the lady's hands were twitching and she was moving her legs back and forwards under the desk quickly. So I took that as nervousness and I took that as bad news. And, you, you know, you know it's bad news because there's also somebody else in the room who's there to comfort you, stood up. It's, 
it's just literally something out of a film and I just don't I, and you don't know what to do you don't know how to feel you've got to be the, the one that's you know the support the anchor the positive person because you know you're not the one going through it you're not the one who's going to have to undergo chemotherapy have an operation to remove your pancreas all of these things that you you literally wouldn't wish on your worst enemy so you know let's consider how how to deal with this and how be in the best condition really to offer that support you know and I, and I think um, there's loads of people that I want to talk about on this podcast, some really well-known people that I'm going to reach out to who have, you know, various degrees of outcomes, because there's always an outcome in this. I've actually got lots of friends back in Wales who have been through this as, as well, who have been in touch. And, you know, it's going to be quite difficult, I guess, because some of these people I haven't seen, you know, for 10 years. And you wish, keep on saying, I wish I wasn't doing this podcast. I really do wish that I was just doing something else but I really do believe that you know it can help and it can offer some sort of help to other people so how am I feeling so right now we're seven months eight months into it really and yeah it's like you have a really good week and um, you know for me what I find is that for me to have a good week I need to be mentally in a really good place so I need to be, for example, exercising probably five times a week. I'm a bit like a dog, you know, I just need to be exercised. And if I don't, then I'm in trouble. That's what everyone says. And then, you know, things like not drinking too much uh, beer. You know, I love drinking beers. I'm Welsh. It's just part of my genetic makeup, I think. And that doesn't help. That really, really doesn't help. Um, so I find that if I can have weeks where I'm, you know, really you know, not drinking any beers, doing loads of exercise, focused at work. But of course, reality check, that's not always possible, is it? We're humans and us guys, us men tend to have like, you know, coping mechanisms with these things. So I've, I've found myself going down paths where it's quite, you know, you could say quite destructive, I guess. So that's definitely, you know, something I want to chat about. And I think from what I've spoken to lots of people it's a really common theme so ways that you can um, help that so like exercise tips as well it'd be really good to kind of get if anyone else is going through this exercise plans running plans just stuff to get you out there and get that fresh air get the endorphins moving obviously work as well so I run my own business and you know it's been pretty great up until now last year was a great year you know did loads of really interesting stuff and um yeah, it's been really, really tough, kind of the pressure of, you know, that it's all on me, you know, because obviously your partner isn't working and there's lots of kind of implications with that. And just when you're going through something as traumatic as this and physically you can't be in work a lot of the time, you have to be at the chemotherapy sessions you, or, you, you know, you want to be you have to be there on standby. So it's not physically possible sometimes to be able to deliver all the time. So, you know, there's things like who have you got around you in terms of if you're self-employed, who can offer any help. So, yeah, that that's something that is massively um, up for discussion. And also friendships as well. So friendship groups, there's definitely people that you really need. So there's like, you know, I've had this rule whereby... Um, the only people that you can really keep in touch with are people positive who are offering positive vibes. When you're in this sort of situation, you've got no time for anything negative. You have you can't even think about it. 
so yeah it's like who you surround yourself with and i'm really fortunate where i live we've got an amazing friendship and support network through our kids schools so quite fortunate with that but you know there's probably people out there guys out there who haven't got that you know if you're listening to this and you haven't got that we'll chat about ways that you can you can get that and hopefully this podcast can offer you some sort of support as well and some sort of some sort of community and then obviously there's the impact on the children as well and how being a dad because I'm a dad you know at the end of the day I'm Geraint I'm a 40 year old dad this wasn't supposed to happen you know to me and it definitely wasn't supposed to happen to my kids you know so how do you kind of deal with that how do you manage that on a day-to-day basis you know because this is new territory for all of us and um how, how do you be the best dad possible provide them all the emotional support and love that a dad should make sure that they're like in school and doing really well you know some kids are you know starting high school and you know there's this big big life stuff and i look back on my childhood and just realize how kind of idyllic it was really you know so um there's definitely ways that we can help there. So yeah, so my name's Garrett John. This is my wife's Got Cancer podcast. I wish I wasn't making this podcast, but hopefully it can be some help for you. I've set up a Twitter page called My Wife's Got Cancer. So you can you know follow that and I'll be posting the podcast there. And you can also find me on social media. My name's Garrett John. And just chat to me if you need any help. And let's build a community. Let's do this together. You know, let's fight this together and let's support each other. 